welcome to Search Party, the podcast where two young lads <laughs> play football together, go for a pint, play PS4, play PS4, chat about women and FIFA and boys. That's right. We're inclusive. No, that's not what we're doing. We um, explore each other's search history for the week. You used explore, you laughed at me for explore and then used it. I just think of like um, the wild thornberries or like Dora the Explorer. I think of Dora the Explorer, but well, I think that's a bad thing. I haven't got a problem with Dora. Anyway, it's not interesting. Do you not remember Nigel? Hello, everyone! Uh, you're like mad, eccentric, <laughs> colonialist, probably, actually. Yeah, no, He's probably really. got a couple of bad moments in his past, Comes Nigel. Oh, he's absolutely from Blood Money, Nigel Thornbury. One thing I wanted to talk about at the beginning, so we have had some feedback. Um, I More? Know... We didn't invite it. No, we didn't invite it, but <laughs> they've, they've given it regardless. A couple of people have said that we do need to kind of like say something about ourselves. Are you really opposed to that? No, I'm just a private person. Well, it depends what it is. Like shoe size? Sure. Seven. Eleven. That's right, girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's a UK 11, not a US. So I just don't is... feel like I want to read off my CV at the start of every episode. Okay, spoiler alert, Jess is excellent at Microsoft Office. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely top draw. Well, no, with... come on then. Are you not going to say anything about yourself? Oh, about myself? Go on. Six foot and a bit, maybe one on a good day. On a very good day. When it hasn't rained recently. <laughs> when I'm less downtrodden. Um, I've got quite bad posture. Um, <laughs> hence when I'm how I kind of oscillate between 6-1 and 6 but yeah, I'm not uh, going to sit here yeah. and read out my vital signs on which note right I'm going to start this week because I'm feeling selfish okay go for it girl and I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> okay right I'm going to go with the first one because <laughs> I didn't think Google would allow the search to be this long okay <laughs> <laughs> Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon had a son who lived, would they have most likely remained married for life? That was what you searched this week. Yes. (laughs) Jess, for God's sake, what was our literal only ground rule? Do you remember it? Anyway, James... Why were you searching that? So I don't know at what point I did this in my life, but I accidentally at some point signed up for a Tudor newsletter. (laughs) (laughs) So there's this website called Quora or Quora. Yeah, Quora. I signed up to that and I think I must have asked a question about something to do with Tudor history because every week or two or something I get like a really specific kind of quite tabloid question about the Tudors. Like... Do you reckon Edward the Seventh was a uh, good, good lay? Yeah. What like, is he? What Edward the Seventh? Well, he was quite sickly, wasn't he? So was he Edward the Seventh? Was he the one with the nice bob? <laughs> um, I don't remember if he had a bob or not. Right. He was he was Henry's son. That's why I was. Is that Edward the Seventh? Maybe. This is boring. I was trying to remember. The name Henry of Henry's son. <laughs> well, no, son, just plural, very famously. Of course. Yeah. And that's the, that's the nature of the question, because if yeah. his first wife had born a child, yeah. would they have stayed together? And the word on the street, according to the academics of um, Tudor history, is, is yes. Yeah. I don't question that for a second, because... Why yeah, would that, you? That was... <laughs> I don't question that for a second, because that was all he fucking banged on about. Yeah, he was absolutely adamant he wanted a all son. All he banged on about... Yeah. His wives were 
talented biz niches mm. and all he could fucking go well Anna Cleves wasn't really like I mean you know I, I don't joking. Was she, joking was she talented she was sick was so she basically she came over and he said the whole oh you don't look like your picture I've been catfished mm. And she was like, yeah, you have, but now I'm in this palace and lived it fucking up. Used to just like use all of his horses, all of the outside In what, what capacity did she use the horses? Just used to go racing and stuff. Mm, yeah, she just she basically it. lived it up in a big palace and was like, yeah, I catfished you, hun. Oh, God. She's great. Well, she didn't catfish. Um, Hans Holbein catfished on her behalf, if yeah, I remember correctly. That is right. And yes, I was just looking up to check what it was looking like. I mean, we know he had a passion for fashion. We know he had a passion for honey glazed meat. Um, and, and lampreys. No, that was a different Henry. Lampreys. Lampreys. It's a type of eel. There was that king that died eating a lamprey. <laughs> was that Henry VIII? He was like a big fan of lampreys. No, I think Henry VIII was taken by something else. Gout. Oh no, was it consumption? Anyway, he had quite a few unsurprising... Look, Henry, Henry had addiction issues. And he, if he could have been helped through them in a compassionate way, he might still be here today. Yeah. But, if but as I, it was, he died <laughs> eating a temper eel. If only Thomas Cromwell was more like kind of Paul McKenna, like I can make you thin. <laughs> but I like the idea of like Henry sitting down to a ginormous banquet with thousands of different meats and cured meats totally. and all those kind of snacks and a huge banqueting table. And then it just What's pans this? up to him and he just goes, this again. No, I like to think that it pans to him and he goes, cheesy ball. <laughs> yeah, I was just checking checking in. Um, he was, yeah, he was into his primogeniture, wasn't he? He was into that. He wanted an air. Um, tell me how I'm supposed to breathe with no air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make an executive decision that I'm going to go and get those beers. Oh, yeah, that's for the best. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. We're just going to pause this while Jess gets some beers. Nice one! <laughs> okay, so I'm up next. Um, let them eat M&S. Let them eat M&S. So I wanted to know who said this because, and I'm not sure it's quote for quote. Obviously the Not whole, the phrase. Quote for quote. Quid pro quo. Hell for leather. All for nothing. Do or die. Two birds, one stone. <laughs> Two girls, one cup. <laughs> Three slags, one harmonica. <laughs> I wanted to look up who said this because obviously the whole free school meals debacle that has been going the on. The free school meals. Buckle my shoe. <laughs> debacle. Debacle. What was it called? Debacle. <laughs> well, I don't know now, but I know that debacle is probably not right. Debacle. It sounds like a medieval surname. All right. The free school meal scandal. Scandal. <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah, free school meals. Yeah. The whole free school meal scandal. Then one of the headlines was let them eat M&S and <laughs> I just thought it was genius but then I wanted to see who actually said it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think the Tories at the moment have gone for the kind of release the Kraken PR approach where mm. they just get their most cracksy lunatics to appear on the BBC Breakfast show mm. and just espouse some kind of random, confusing, yeah. dated uh, nonsense and it's really working wonders for them. How to tell if your skin is warm or or cool. <laughs> is this a necrophilia thing? <laughs> so I don't mean... <laughs> this is mad. Warning, warning. 
For the next two minutes and ten seconds, Jazz is talking nonsense. If you'd like to skip the drivel and get to the question, please go to ten minutes and thirty seconds. Thank you. I don't mean actually to touch. I know that you could work it out. I meant tone. Are you warm toned or are you warm? Do you have warm tone? <laughs> Do you have warm tone? <laughs> you okay? Do you want to take a breather? Okay. So I was trying to work out if you are cool or warm toned skin. <laughs> This is, I mean, you've been incoherent before, but this this has been a shocking display of coherence. If you've been warm tone, who's warm tone? Really lovely bloke down the pub. Very generous. (laughs) Very open-hearted man. Warm tone. So, I was... I'm so sorry, I just can't. I've lost it. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> this is this is this is ridiculous. Sorry. I was looking up whether I had warm or. Jesus, Jesus Christ! You were looking up whether you had. I was looking up. Uh, I was. <laughs> I was looking up whether my skin was warm or cold. <laughs> I was looking up if I was warm or cool toned skin. <laughs> What's the grammar? Okay. I was looking up whether I had whether I had I, whether I had skin that had a cool yeah, or warm, warm tone. tone. I was looking up um, whether I had skin that was warm or cool toned. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's go with that. We've been doing this for about three minutes, by the way. I was looking up whether I had skin with warm. <laughs> <laughs> whether I had skin. <laughs> I'm searching. Do I have skin? <laughs> I was looking up whether I had skin that had warm <laughs> or cool <laughs> tones. So what did you find out? Well, I have a cool skin tone. Why didn't you just look at your skin? This is the bit I don't understand. No, because it's not that. It's the undertone of your skin. Can't you see it? No. It's the the way that, like, colours will look good or bad on you. It's like the stuff that's underneath you, underneath your skin, you know? Yeah, okay. Your glow. Is it cool or warm? So you have a cool glow. Cool glow, yeah. (laughs) So did it tell you what to wear and things like that? It was about hair colour. Oh, because you were thinking of dyeing your hair? Yeah, I was thinking of dyeing it pink, but they'd have to bleach it. I, I don't know. I, I remember the last time you bleached your hair. It wasn't great. I looked like the Weetos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, great guy. Love the Weetos man. The Weetos man is nice for a cereal box, <laughs> but not for a 21-year-old woman. I'm going to ask you... James, why you were looking up hinge preset answers? Could you not not feel very creative one day? Were you just gonna just use their examples? Well, I've already <coughs> I've already revealed my Your hinge. emphysema. My emphysema. I'm going the same way as Henry. I'm afraid it's consumption, Eunice. Eunice. <laughs> Who's Eunice? <laughs> I said Eunice. <laughs> that's, that's a little short story I've written called I'm Afraid It's Consumption Units. <laughs>
<laughs> what was what was the question? Hinge preset answers. Oh, hinge preset answers. So yeah, I've already revealed my hinge answers you have. on, that on was the podcast. Episode one, if you if you're listening to these in the wrong order. Yeah, sort yourself out. But I was wondering what the preset ones are because You thought you might have better luck with those? I mean, that was something that came to my mind afterwards, after I'd read them, because look, since episode one, yeah. it's not looking You've any not better. been inundated with um, fan letters. No, no. No, a couple of... Anyway, whatever. A couple of maybes. A couple of, couple of maybes, yeah, but... um but the only yeah. reason I'm doing this podcast. Are you? Have you had any anyone reach out? No. Reach out? God, I've spent too much wow. time in the office. Corporate. Like, Corporate Um No, I haven't. Mm. I expected, you know, at least one ex to get in touch. But yeah, no one's bothered. No. No, I'm fucking bothered. <sighs> that's tough. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's good days, bad days. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I yes, yeah, so I was just checking to see what the like the ones that auto populate because right again, such a businessy term, but I just didn't know what like what because everyone seems to have the same stuff about like the key to my heart is food. Key to my heart. Okay, yeah. What are some hint? What are some dating app classics? Oh, food. Yeah. And people who are like, I mean, I, this is a bit stupid. I think thin people can like food. Clearly, I mean, they've got to sustain themselves somehow. But come on, don't tell me. Do not fucking tell me the, the way to your heart is pizza. You've had one pizza, and it was a Romana, and you had that three years ago. Well, there have been times in my life when I've had more pizza than I've had water. <laughs> and that is like when the well that's I suppose that's not the key to my heart though the key to your heart it's isn't, absolutely not it's key to depression it's the key to my heart disease <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, some other ones I think people are always um, love dogs and love gin I think on dating apps gin dogs what's, red wine what's the thing with gin um, yeah and also so one thing I've noticed recently is people um trying to be funny about the pandemic situation so it'd be like what's your greatest Uh, desire and it's like to leave my house this year Mm. you know that kind of stuff yeah 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 um travel what travel tips for anywhere outside of my own house yeah yeah I've actually read that so many times yeah I know and it's not I mean you know comedy as we've proven today is not easy um but God god no but nevertheless you know Fucking yeah. make the effort. Pull your finger out. Give me something to work with. Everyone likes dogs. Everyone likes dogs. If you don't like dogs, you're a fucking monster and I don't want anything to do with you. And I also would go, I'd go one step further and say, if that is all you've got to offer, then you're probably a serial killer. And then where to find me at the party? Sitting with the dog in the oh, corner. No, it's always sitting talking to the dog in the corner. Firstly, fucking you're a maniac. Sh- f- fucking stop diddling my dog. <laughs> leave peter <laughs> um yeah so people diddling dogs people drinking red wine yeah. gin also just i want to say this really clearly into the microphone traveling is not a personality trait i want that on record that just means you have disposable income that's all it means and there's nothing there's nothing cool about it everyone would fucking travel if they, they could afford to what happened to creativity did it die with the death star what? <laughs> talking of the death star um, that's in Star Wars, yeah. Yeah, cool. Oh god, yeah, big, big, um, big circular thing. Yeah, massive yeah. gun blows up planets. So I was thinking of Star Wars when I was having my massage because the woman. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, R two. <laughs> 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 
No. Um, I was thinking of it because I was having a massage and my eyes were shut, obviously. Trying Where to were get, they massaging? Trying to get really relaxed. And the woman had a lot of PPE on. Gloves, apron, <laughs> mask, and then visor. But where Are you she sure was... she wasn't a beekeeper? <laughs> <laughs> but where she was really coming towards the neck and face area. <sighs> and I thought of Darth Vader. Okay, I'm going to go for standard cereal bowl size. I think I can guess. Why do you think I was looking this up? Because I've seen your bowls of cereal. Yeah. And it's not the standard size. No. No. No, it's not. I, no. I was I was talking to my sister yesterday um, about our childhood. We were reflecting on the fact that at about eight o'clock every night when we were kids, we had a meal that I don't think other people had called supper. Now, I realise this makes me sound very posh. We also had tea, which is, you know, the northern way, so I've earned my stripes there. We had four meals a day. We had breakfast, we had lunch. I mean, Dad's lunches were famously not that great. The um, the two bits of bread shoved in a bag with a piece of cheese circulating each other. A kind of an exploded version of a sandwich. Often we'd have a snack when we got home as well, about yeah. four. Yeah. And then we had dinner at about six. And I then... you had tea. Fuck off. I call it dinner now. We had tea at six. And then at eight o'clock, we would have... A massive fucking bowl of cereal, sometimes multiple, like three or four bowls of cereal. <laughs> Me and my sister distinctly remember having, like, you know, like a 48 pack of Weetabix? Yes. Smashing through that accidentally, like, whoops, just had 48 Weetabix. Yeah, so we were just reflecting on, yeah, why we had so many, so many massive bowls of cereal. So I was checking what a standard bowl was because. 30 grams. 30 grams, Which is, is that nothing. it? It's nothing. Oh my god, that is obscene. Yeah. We we literally had like a kilo of cereal every night. I swear, <laughs> I swear to God. Generally, though, so our eating habits at secondary school were so bad. Me and my group of gal pals on the way to school every day used to go into Wilson's Sweet Shop and buy like fifty p's worth of one p pick and mix. God, that's really showing our age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They used to be tough and tight, me when you were first going to school, were they? <laughs> what can I get for a couple of guineas? <laughs> And did we tell you about the scam we pulled for a couple of years? Not a couple of years, probably a couple of days. Couple of years. <laughs> the long con on Dorrington's Bakery, as if. So they used to serve these incredible sausage baps. A couple of sausages in a really in a white bap with like melted butter. Hot? Hot, yeah. They'd been sitting under the heat lamps. Just delicious. That cost about £1.20. But we used to go in and say, can I have a sausage, please? Because they also did individual sausages. And um, and can I have a white bap? And it used to come to 40p for the two items separately. And then you just used to go out, tear open the bap and shove a sausage in it. And then I we don't got understand how they, and how they we, let that happen. And then we got banned from Dorrington's. I used to have fatty meetings. You remember that? I can't believe I did this to this day. I used to go after school, go up to like kids who were like 12 or 13 and be like, give me your money. <laughs> I did not hit them or anything. I just kind of... Oh, like, good. <laughs> no, I didn't hit them hard, anyway. Um, and they were like... You mugged people at school. No, I didn't mug people. That's mugging people. No, it's not mugging. It was it coercion. Threatening coercion. No, I don't think it was threatening. It was just a little friendly, give me your money. <laughs> Show me the readies. <laughs> but, we, but to be fair, when I say give me your money, I'm not talking like knife point wads of fucking 20s or 50s. I'm talking about two quid. 
I wouldn't say give me your money. I would say, have you got 20p? And I was, you know, I was quite well liked. Yeah. Apart from the people that used to kick me every day. But I was... I was I was quite well liked by the by the by the losers. Let's just say it. You know, I was king, not king of the losers, but, but yeah, back in the day, a pack of custard creams was sixteen p. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you could get a lot with a little. What was the fatty meeting? Oh, a fatty meeting was basically just me and a couple of other choice people, and we would just go and just get like about two quid off people, just do a little bit of like street fundraising. Yeah, crowdfunding by sugar addictions. I'm going to ask you while you're looking up. Over. No vows. Hoover. Hoover. Yeah, I was looking up Hoover or Harvey or whatever the fuck his name is. Harry. I was looking up Harry. Hagrid. <laughs> Hoover, yeah, Hoover. Um, yeah, Hoover is... Uh, <laughs> Harvey is or Hoover. Or, literally, I've got no idea how to say his name. How do they say it on the programme? Hoover. Hoover, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Hubbins um, is uh, on Strictly this year. And I was looking up... Every year on Strictly, there's always one person who is just way too good. And you ask yourself the question, where the fuck have they obtained these talents? And it's usually a pop star that's had dance training. Also, as Hoover knows how to dance. Well, Hoover has had some... He's recorded some music, so I wonder whether he done some dance for a tour. But I just wanted to share with you a little bit about his music. Okay, so Hoover's first album was called Can Anybody Hear Me? And I thought, that's an ambitious name for your debut album. Yeah. And turns out not many people did hear him because oh. he, he charted at uh, number... 86? No, it was in the 40s. Wow. Not great, oh, Hoover. But what was really funny about this is that I looked it up and one of his debut singles, um, it was in, again, it was in like the hundreds in the UK charts. Oh. But it was at number three in the Scottish charts. But like, what do you mean Scottish charts? In at number one, Mullock and Tyre. <laughs> I'm surprised that the Proclaimers weren't still at number three. Yeah. But Hoover managed to sneak in there. Oh, Hoover. Oh. Cry me a river. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was looking up Hoover and yeah, he might have had a bit of training and I just think it's not fucking fair. You've got Jackie it. Smith who's like stumbling around like, you know. Like she's trying to find her husband's receipts from the hotel. That's what it should be. It should be doddery old uh, ladies. She's actually... She's not. She's not. She's middle-aged. She's she's from Middle Earth. And then you've got like sprightly little pixies like Hoover who are ruining everyone's fun. Yeah. How old is Hoover? Hoover's about to have. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think we've been banging on about Hoover for long enough. So we wrap this um, thing up. Thanks for listening. This has been Search Party with James and Jess. And it's been an absolute pleasure servicing your ears. <laughs> Um, can you please also sorry that's so conversational can you please also follow us on Instagram <laughs> at search party pod um, uh, yeah do that please do that we do <laughs> just... no but honestly please do that <laughs> please okay thanks thank you so much bye peace <laughs>